Hey everybody, welcome to TIW Podcast. I'm Eric, and today I watched WWE NXT UK episode 49 and NXT uh, episode 512. Um, so I, this is from week 25. These are both aired on June 19th. I think it was something like that. Um, I'm recording this on June 29th. I'm a little bit behind. Uh, but I really enjoyed both of these episodes. Lots of great matches, and I am super excited to watch the current week's episodes. Uh, we've got a, a steel cage match between Io Shirai and uh, Shayna Baszler. Like that alone has me super excited for next week. But we also have Walter versus Travis Banks coming up. Uh, but I'll talk about those in the next episode. Because that's the episode where I will be watching those matches and all the other matches that take place during those. Um, so uh, yeah, I was on the road a lot last week, uh, so I got really behind on uh, watching NXT, especially. Um, but hopefully, I can keep uh, caught up uh, going forward now, especially since the Amazing Race uh, finale happened this week. Since that also airs on Wednesdays, that um, it was also part of what kept keeps me from uh, watching NXT sometimes, um, at least watching it on time. Uh, but before I talk about this week's uh, uh, th- uh, these two episodes, um, I want to talk real quick about a movie that I saw uh, that came out uh, on the 28th or uh, 27th, whatever. It came out this weekend. Um, uh, the whole timeline is out of whack. Just look at the, it's, 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 it's June 29th when I'm recording this. Okay. So this week, it came out this weekend and uh, it's called Annabelle comes home. And this is the latest installment in the Annabelle uh, Conjuring uh, mythos. And I think this is this might be my favorite of of all the Annabelle movies and Conjuring movies. Um, I don't think I've seen Conjuring 3 yet. Did I see Conjuring? Is there a Conjuring 3? I, I feel like there is. Or maybe I'm getting mixed up with the other one. But there's either this is the third Annabelle movie, but there, then there's also the Nun. The Nun is pretty good. Um, I don't, I don't think I've seen the second Annabelle movie. It was like Annabelle Origins or or, Annab- or it, Annabelle Strikes Back or something like that. I don't know. But this one was really good. I liked it a lot. I kind of regret seeing it 10:30 p.m. or 10. I saw it late at night. Maybe it was just 10 p.m. Um, but, but it was on IMAX. It was the only show that they had of IMAX because the rest of the showtimes are taken up by Toy Story. So they, they they snuck in there the last showing of the night on the IMAX screens. And I'm really glad that I saw it on IMAX. I'm really glad when I see any movie on IMAX. Um, especially because I have the AMC premiere uh, A-list or whatever it's called. Uh, so that it's just part of the subscription. It helps me. It helps make the subscription worth it. Even if I just see one IMAX movie and one regular movie, then that that's that month I got my money's worth. Um, so I, I kind of feel an obligation to go see as many IMAX movies as possible. But anyway, um, the 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 central cast of this, of course, we have um, uh, the Warrens uh, the but they have a daughter and her name is Judy 
and I was thinking I should have pulled up the page for this movie for for this movie. Um, I was like the whole time I was wondering, is that the girl that plays? She's she's too young to be be the girl who plays Sabrina on on the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina on Netflix. But she looks just like like that has to be Sabrina. And it turns out it is Sabrina, but it's young. So she plays young uh, Sabrina when she's younger on the show. So, yeah. But that that has very little to do with the actual movie. Um, the central cast is uh, her and her babysitter and her babysitter's friend. Uh, Mary Ellen is a babysitter and her friend is Daniela. And they, I, I remember a lot about this movie because I, I ended up liking it so, so much. But they, uh, yeah, you have uh, the 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 Vera Farmiga is that her name, and Patrick Wilson. They play Lorraine and Ed Warren, who are uh, you know they've been the central characters of all these movies. Not the central, but they've been tied. They're they're important to all these movies because they have uh, they go and like uh, do exorcism, investigate these. Uh, paranormal things uh ghosts and goblins and demons not they don't ever talk about goblins um so they have a room in their house where they have locked away all of these evil artifacts and annabelle is one of them and uh this is like we we've seen kind of like the origin stories of annabelle so like that but this is like the first story of annabelle being in their possession um that we see because we see like little bits and pieces of of them having it, them obtaining it, all that kind of thing. Um, but uh, then they're like out of the picture again. They're off to to like a paranormal conference or something. I don't know what they're off doing. I think they're 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 off on another mission. And uh, so Judy is is there alone, and it's right before her birthday. So they do come back. Don't worry, they do come back before her birthday, and she doesn't die before her birthday, so that's good too. Um, Oh, by the way, this is an NXT episode, but I'll get to it in a second uh, because I really, really like this movie. Um, so, uh, yeah, Judy, uh, she's left there alone. Well, she's not alone. She's left there with her babysitter, and uh, there's all kinds of you know school drama and, and that kind of thing that uh, I thought was pretty decent, too. But uh, then it becomes all about the paranormal stuff happening because uh, Daniela, she, she, she recently lost her father. And so she's going – all these are spoilers, but, you know, go, go see anyway. I think you'll still enjoy it. Um, but uh, she recently lost her father, so she really wants to um, try to contact him or something because she heard about – the Warrens and all this stuff in there. So she goes down there and she, lo- and she opens up Annabelle's glass display box. It's not, it, it's kind of a display box, her glass case. And, uh, she, she escapes and, uh, just, just it's just awful. Awful stuff happens from there, but, uh, there's some really, really cool stuff. I won't do any spoil that. That's it for the spoilers. um, and the fact that the, the Judy doesn't die, she makes it to her birthday, which is like a few days later. But uh, the the uh, there there are two really cool things that I had to just talk about somewhere. So here it is on this episode. Um, one really cool thing was that Daniela was down in this room in the the t- there's like this TV. I think it must be a d- d- possessed demonic TV or something, but it shows 
like two seconds into the future and the way they did like that whole sequence where that's happening oh and the other cool thing had to do with the tv too anyway that whole thing with them uh with it's two seconds in the future and you see her reacting to stuff and then the stuff happens in the real world in there in the actual room all i can say because on the tv is like a like video of her of the room not uh like if there was a camera where the tv is except also two like two seconds in the future so it, it i thought that part was really really cool and then there was another part where judy is watching tv and uh there's some type of game show and a prize that they bring out um right before the, t- the tv like cuts off like the power goes out or something um, but right before that, they bring out a prize, and it's a big Raggedy Ann doll. And I thought that was super awesome because the the actual, the real Annabelle um, does not look like the Annabelle in the movies. It is an uh, a Raggedy Ann doll. And so I thought that was a, a really cool reference to, to have that in there. Um, man, yeah, there's some... Uh, there Stuff goes bonkers because at, like... <laughs> uh oh i love i loved it i loved it um the more i talk about it more i think about it like i i really recommend this movie but maybe maybe it's only so good because i really like all the other movies and there's like lots of references to other stuff and to like yeah anyway um what was i was like okay uh after things start going bad uh they find out danielle snuck in there when the others were out were out outside skating or something like that um and they go down there and they see that annabelle is not in the case anymore and uh she and uh mary ellen asks Daniela, well what else did you did you touch and then i'm thinking everything and then she says everything <laughs> i love it when that it's like uh i some would say uh i see a lot of complaints like, like there's like predictable lines or predictable plot elements and stuff like that and i don't see that as really an, an issue unless it's something that's like i was like oh i have what she's having like that kind of thing if it's like that kind of pre- predictable like anyway my my point i really liked it that made me like the movie even more that was like that's exactly what the movie made me think that and then fulfilled that that thought and i like i enjoy that about it and a lot of times like a mystery movie or things like that it's the same sort of thing like you want to be able to try to figure it out before it's figured out and it should be rewarding that shouldn't be like oh i i knew that was going to happen well you should be like oh cool i thought that was go- what was going to happen that's i i figured it out before it happened i i think it should be a positive thing for the most part um especially as far as like a mystery type of thing goes um cuz i was watching a video about sherlock and how Sher- like the the bbc series I have not actually watched that show myself, but this video is H bomber. I think is the, the YouTuber who did this video, uh, talking about why Sherlock was awful. And is and I thought they were really great points. And I, I just trust that he's making like 
those are valid arguments because I haven't watched it myself. But he was saying like how a lot of the mysteries are solved by stuff that the audience wouldn't know. And it's like solved off screen, all the information like, oh, I figured this, this and this out. And I saw this over here. And we we saw none of that before he's explaining how he figured it out. So that that type of is that a response to the thing like, oh, it's so predictable. I figured it out being seen as a bad thing. Maybe. Um, I don't I don't know. But personally, I feel rewarded when I figure out that's figure something out in a movie before it happens. Uh, because it's, it, I feel like I'm engaged in the movie that I'm interacting with the movie that I am, uh, uh, I'm, 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 yeah, that I, I, I'm just like, I'm part of the movie experience when I am actively thinking about what's going to happen next and that kind of thing. And then if I am trying to figure something out and then they, they it something else happens, it's something unexpected happens f- from it that's created from that expectation, that's another kind of reward. And I think they're both uh, enjoyable experiences. So, 13 minutes into this, ep- this episode, let's t- I, I'm just going to title this episode as Annabelle Comes Home and then I'll, in parentheses, these NXT episodes. <laughs> But go see this movie. It, it, it's really good. There's a few times where it's like, oh, I okay. The the one thing about horror movies is like the jump scares, that type of stuff. That they're, I I don't I don't like those, and um, it's just like inevitable. But there are a few times in this movie that it's like, oh god, it's there, it's gonna be a jump scare. It's gonna be, uh, and then. Well, it may or may they sometimes happen, they sometimes don't, and uh, it actually made me, I don't know if it made me hate jump scares even more, or or if it made me not mind them so much. I'm not, I'm not really sure. I'll go see, I'll see this movie again. I need to, I don't think I've, I've been trying to stay caught up on uh, getting all these movies on Blu-ray, but I think the last one I got was just the, the first Annabelle. I don't, ha- I don't think I have the Nun yet. Um... Not the last, the first Annabelle movie, I think. Um, and I don't think I have Conjuring 3. If there is a Conjuring 3. Is there a Conjuring 3? Uh, I should have pulled up the page for all this stuff. All right, so let's talk about NXT UK, episode 48. We open up with um, Kenny Williams versus Cassius Ono. For this set of shows, we have Vic and Aiden English. Uh, Nigel McGinnis is out of action for uh, whatever reason. He couldn't make it to the download festival. But... Um, Kenny Williams versus Cassius Ono. Cassius Ono wins, and then later on, Noam Dar is giving Kenny Williams crap for uh, not winning. He offers some space underneath his wing, but Kenny Williams does, is not interested. Imperium comes out. Uh, Marcel does his uh, the his whole apparently apparently you guys like he goes into his thing, but with the microphone, the way he plays that up. I really like it. He's really good at that. Um, but each of them take a turn on the mic. And uh, Imperium is here to, to take control over everything. Um, uh, we end with Walter has some words for Travis Banks. And Travis Banks comes out. And we get hyped up for their match next week. Then we have The Hunt, Primates, and Wild Boar versus Gallus. Uh, Gallus wins that match. Uh, Mark Kofi gets, gets the pin on Primates. 
and Dave, they continue the attack on both uh, both hunt guys, uh, and Dave Mastiff comes out and, uh, to the rescue. Uh, and then we have the women's battle royal to determine the next opponent for the UK women's champion, uh, Tony Storm. Uh, some great stuff in this. I really enjoyed this battle royal. Uh, great, great showing by Zaya Brookside. She eliminated like four or five opponents. Uh, definitely eliminated four. Uh, at first, Jenny and Jazzy were super dominant. They were just eliminating uh ladies left and right um but zaya and piper they worked together to eliminate jazzy uh zaya got the um uh drop kick to the legs that got jazzy out so it counts as as elimination by zaya and then uh jenny almost got eliminated but jazzy uh caught her and then carried her to safety but then zaya eliminated her anyway um and then uh early on kaylee ray got knocked out of the ring but she went out through the second and third ropes so she was not eliminated but everybody forgot about her of course um everybody in the match forgot about her that is uh we were i i I feel like if you're paying attention to watching this that you know that this that she's probably coming back also i may have actually seen the spoilers for this match i saw who won so I was like, oh, yeah, she, that's what's happening because they know that she wins. Um, but uh, before that, we have uh, Ripley, Rhea, Rhea Ripley, that is, versus Piper Nevin uh, in a showdown. And they just duke it out, which is pretty cool to watch. And they both end up out on the apron, and that's when Zaya comes back around, and she knocks them both off of the edge of the apron and uh well she 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 mainly knocks Rhea off and Rhea pulls uh Piper down with her uh so Zaya's there she's the last one standing except Kaylee Ray is uh is still in the match and Kaylee gets the victory so I think Zaya she definitely got four eliminations um unless they count as Piper has to count as Zaya eliminating her, I would think, um, as opposed to Rhea getting that elimination. Because technically, Rhea would have already been out of the match, so she wouldn't be able to get that elimination. Zaya got four, at least four. Uh, and Kaylee, she got the one elimination, but that one is enough in this case. So uh, we'll get Kaylee Ray versus Tony Storm at, um, at some point. I don't know if this if this is the takeover match, or or what, or if it'll be before that. Um, either way, I'm pretty excited for that. Uh, I like Kaylee Ray a lot, and um, I like Zaya a lot now too. She's really grown on me. Um, just had a notification to check out there. Uh, that that was all the notable stuff from that match. Uh, uh, at least the stuff that I wrote down. But um, there's some fun stuff from the. Uh, from others um throughout that but uh the 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 big feature of this match i thought was uh ria and viper piper ria you know who i mean ria and 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 piper uh facing off against each other and i think i saw something where they'll be going one-on-one uh very soon so i'm excited for that 
Uh, so moving on to NXT episode 512, uh, Undisputed Era opened them, opened the show talking about how they're going to remake the NXT universe, starting with how they think the show should open from now on with the, uh, all Undisputed Era, uh, opening title sequence. Uh, with Dream comes out, Riddle comes out, Breeze come out, and, uh, they get set up for a three on three main event for this episode. Um, yeah, some good, some good banter for all around. Um, but, uh, I, I like these new undisputed era shirts. It's all yellow, um, with black writing. Uh, so like negative of what it was before, uh, reverse of what it was before, um, uh, their previous shirts. I still don't own an undisputed era shirt. I should probably fix that sometime soon. I'll fix that in Toronto. Um, I'll get I'll get the takeover shirt uh, as is my uh, my tradition now, and I'll get um, an undisputed era yellow shirt. Um, I do have a yellow shirt. It's a uh, Kylie Ray um, that I got at um, at Double or Nothing. Well, I got it at Starcast, um, but Double or Nothing weekend. Anyway, um, then we have. Uh, Raul Mendoza versus Damian Priest making his debut under that name. I think we've seen Punishment Martinez in a match a couple months ago. But, um, you know, Damian Priest, the archer, uh, and yeah, he's he's a powerhouse. Raul Mendoza is awesome in this match, too. Like, both of these guys are very good. Like, Raul, like, running across the top of the ropes? I, I don't know if he's, like, run. He... he he did it a lot quicker than when you usually see somebody do that kind of thing. Yeah, that I was very impressive, but Damien got the win. Uh, it's now so we'll have a breakout tournament that starts in the next episode. Um, I'm not too familiar with, um, really any of these guys. I've seen ACH before and I've, I already forget what his, or it's like, uh, Jordan Mills or something like that. I don't know, but, um, I've, I've seen a couple of his matches before. I saw him uh, wrestle at Access. Um, he, so he's the only one of the eight that I really even am slightly familiar with. But I am excited for this tournament because whoever wins the tournament gets the championship match of their choice. And I, I, it, they're probably going to challenge the North American champion, whoever the, the North American champion is at that time. It will be Velveteen Dream. Um, then we had Tainara Conti versus... Zia Lee and Zia Lee won this match. Um, and yeah, there's some good, good stuff in there. I, I like, I like both of them and it's cool to see, uh, uh well, they're talking a lot about, uh, well, how, uh, Tainara is from Brazil. So she's, uh, been like, uh, putting a lot of effort into learning English and stuff like that because she's, this is like her dream. And then Zia Lee also being from China, that uh she's like doing the same kind of thing from a completely different part of the world and that's a really cool narrative for that match um and then our main events of this episode and this episode of the podcast uh matt riddle velveteen dream and tyler breeze team up against the undisputed era three of the undisputed era because we have kyle riley there at ringside so it's good to see that bobby fish his arm is fine that he's able to compete um as i was worried about that in the last few weeks uh so lots of great stuff in this match i didn't write down any specifics 
Uh, Kyle O'Reilly did play a big uh, factor in a lot of it, getting uh, the upper hand on these guys a few times. But uh, the Undisputed Era do win when uh, Roderick Strong pins the Velveteen Dream. Uh, there's like a little bit of miscommunication among that the the opposing team, uh, the team opposing Undisputed Era, because they don't really work with each other. In fact, while Dream doesn't seem like he wants anything to, much to do with those other two guys, but it's, it's the enemy of my enemy type of thing. Um that there is uh yeah yeah there uh, like dream tagged himself really the whole d- downfall of this match for him is that tyler breeze had the upper hand he was, he was right there ready going for the kill and dream tagged himself in and everything uh from then on uh just went downhill for for them so yeah yeah cool cool match um i'm super excited next week for that steel cage match um, even though it's already happened, uh, I've, I think I've avoided spoilers for like specifics. I saw like one gif of something happening from that steel cage match so far. And I was like, okay, I got to ignore this. I'm going to go down the rabbit hole of just knowing everything about the match before actually seeing it. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'll have that episode real soon. Um, I don't think I'm going to watch it today because fight for the not fight for the fallen that's uh in like three weeks um fighter fest is broadcasting it's free um tonight and so uh that starts in just like an hour and 45 minutes so um i'm probably just gonna do some other stuff before i'm not gonna watch a whole i'm not gonna try to watch nxt uk and nxt um from this week before that because i I wouldn't have time to record the episode before fighter fest starts anyway um i did decide to because i i just looked up flights real quick um to just go out on that saturday of all out to chicago and there's super cheap uh, there there one of the way one of the directions was super cheap um the other way was like just fairly cheap so I thought, oh, you know what? I'm gonna just, I'm gonna grab these tickets, these plane tickets. Just go out there for the day. Uh, get get a rental car. Um, because Southwest they fly to Midway, which is kind of far. It's like 30 miles away. It's like twice as far away from the Sears uh, Center as the um as the other airport is. What's the other airport called? O'Hare. So um yeah i booked those things i don't I, I don't have a ticket yet um they're still pretty expensive on um uh stubhub and all of that so i'm gonna wait a little bit and see if those come down and uh also hopefully i can you know sell a bunch of art before then anyway to uh help pay those for those tickets uh anyhow so um yeah it was it's I'm going to be out there if I if I get to the actual show or not. I guess we'll see. Um, I always just go to the viewing party that they have at, at StarCast or whatever. Um, if, they, if they are doing some type of viewing party situation. Um, no, that's something. I'll mean, oh, get a ticket to the show. I'll get a ticket to the show. Um, so, 
stay tuned for that. That's like that's a long ways away. But also stay tuned for uh Fighter Fest. I'm gonna talk about that and probably like some other stuff. I might go see a uh another movie uh to talk about. Or I'll just I'll just you know what? I'm just gonna talk more about Annabelle Comes Home. Like another fifteen minutes of that before I talk about Fighter Fest. So stay tuned for everything. Uh let me know what you thought about all this stuff by tweeting me at TIW Podcast. Go to TIWpodcast.com for more reviews. If you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site, please share some links with your friends. Subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, YouTube, wherever you like to listen. Uh, stay safe out there and all the infinite multiverses. And I'll see you next time here on TIW Podcast. Bye.